light of my life. Tiger shark. A what? You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. You were fucking dumb. Yeah. Fuck you too. Boring conversation anyway. So this week on movie feeders. Yeah. We are going somewhere only one man has gone before. We're going somewhere where we haven't been since the 70s. I like this. It's the future, yet the past. Nice. It's a world of biodigital jazz. It's the grid. The grid. The grid. I tried to picture clusters of information as they move through the computer. The final frontier. The infinite frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information. That's as far as I remember how what he says. That's what he yeah. says. Yes, we're Tron. Yeah. Legacy. Tron Legacy. So twenty ten. Twenty ten. Funny story. I was having a meltdown. <laughs> mental meltdown and you shaved the side of your <laughs> and i shaved all my hair off <laughs> um, <laughs> kept the stash and i was walking the other day before this recording and without even seeing what i texted drew i just want to make sure we were on the same page uh and i was in my mind i thought i texted him Hey, we're doing the new Tron, not the old Tron. Just want to make sure we're on the same page about that. Um, and that's just not what was written. <laughs> yeah. You, I ended up editing it. I, I have what you... Did you screenshot No, it? you can like see the edit. Oh, you like, can? Yeah, so you said... Just to be clear, we're going, then we Tron, not the old one. <laughs> when I read that, I thought I had a strong, and then I, <laughs> it was I like reread not... it, and I was like, okay, yeah, it was just autocorrect, so found out that you were trying to say we're doing the new Tron, not the old one. Yeah. But I just doubled down and responded with, yes, we're going, then we Tron. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that made me laugh because i didn't know that i said i i texted you so incorrectly and i was like what is he saying uh uh and it was it was hilarious and i like kept thinking about it because i was on my way to the gym and i just like couldn't stop laughing and all i could great. hear was yes we're going then we tron it yeah. so that's what this episode's labeled um within the episode is we're going then we that's tried. the description for this yeah. one <laughs> i yeah. think we should <laughs> we're going then we tron yeah um that was i think like, we should update all of our descriptions with something like <laughs> stupid like that uh yeah but, so we're on the same page now right yeah we did tron legacy 2010 <clears throat> streaming on disney plus cool thing about disney plus they do cool formatting that no one else does yet so on streaming everyone pretty much just does the standard aspect ratio for every movie but disney plus for most of the movies when they when the movie is shot partially in imax it'll go full screen aspect ratio and then when it goes back to like the normal, you have the black bars at the top and bottom. And this is one of those movies where you get the full screen sometimes. And I think it really helps with this movie. Yeah. Kind of gives you that full immersion. And uh, 
with the cool visuals and stuff, it works out nicely. And yeah. it's cool because it was uh, 2010, so, you know, it's been 12, 13 years or whatever. And This is one of those movies that I wish that I could go back and see in IMAX. Yeah. Like, I would want to go... I don't know. I just want to be, I'd want to be in the theater for it Mm -hmm. because there's different, there's different parts of it where I feel like they were trying to maybe throw in parts of the making of like a 3d movie, but it wasn't so like outrageously Mm. 3d. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a couple scenes where like things got close to the screen and it was very slow motion, but it wasn't like, it, I don't know. It didn't feel like that cheesy because yeah. I know they could have messed it up. It wasn't like obvious. Like if this movie was very much like, oh, like someone's trying right. to reach out of the screen, it would be a lot worse. Uh, yeah. Um. So I'm glad they didn't do that. I didn't really get the feeling watching it that there was really any outstanding 3D attempts. Yeah. But I think overall this movie has aged pretty well. Apart I think from very well. Yeah. Yeah, apart from the young Jeff Bridges yeah. CG, I think it's I think it's that looks, is probably the only part of this movie that I like <clears throat> once you get over it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you kind of you can move on, but it was like the beginning of that technology being used. Yeah. So like it's like a benchmark. Like yeah. it's one of the first times they really did that motion capture de-aging, mm-hmm. right? And now we're getting the whole, like, new part of this spectrum of de-aging with the new Indiana Jones coming mm-hmm. out. And, like, I just saw something the other day where it said Harrison Ford was like, that's all, like, old art, like, archival footage that they have of me from the old Indiana Joneses that they're, like, using CG to de-age me. Mm-hmm. So I think there's always going to be an uncanny aspect. This is very uncanny. Mm-hmm. I think... There's a part of it that's okay. The one part that I find weird is just showing him with like young Sam, right? So when he's outside of the grid, but when they show Clue as young Flynn, like I think that works better because you kind of feel like you're in the video game. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not real. You're in the video game. The rest of the surrounding isn't, isn't like reality and yeah real textures and tangibility and all that sort of stuff so it blends better in that world and i think there was a scene where he looked the best and it was when clue goes to flynn's like hideout in the grid yeah and i don't know if it was just the lighting in there but i thought he looked best in that scene yeah and it it was cool like like you say, you get over it just like you kind of get over being in a setting that's completely CG, but it's not like Avatar where they're trying to make it look necessarily photorealistic. Yeah. It's it's in a video game. It's, it's in a world that's supposed to kind of be digital and weird, so I think it's a it's easier to sell it. Yeah, I think they did a pretty good job at like using practical effects but also adding that C like they could have just made this whole thing completely CG. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, with today's technology, you can probably do it. And like, that's feel like most of 
what these Marvel movies are now. And like Disney mm-hmm. has control of Tron. So I can only imagine what like the new Tron is going to end up looking like. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like they could have really messed this up by making it all completely CG. And they did the right amount of like, you know, practical setting here and green screen and CG and it helps it age well. And I also think just like, like we've said, the fact that it's, it's set in the grid and it's set in this, like not supposed to be completely realistic, but like video game, like layer, it does well. Like you don't really like when you see that ship, when that ship first picks up Sam Mm -hmm. and flies away when he goes into the grid, like, you can tell it's CG, but it, it doesn't look out of place. Like everything just like yeah. looks really well together. Yeah. I agree. It's you're in that setting and yeah. that's what that setting looks like. Now this movie was like going to be one of the first movies that we we're going to do for the pod. Was it? I remember really? we talked about it. Like I remember I wanted to do it and then doing American Psycho. And now we're finally here to it. And it's crazy. I mean, one of the biggest parts of this movie that I think does it for me is the the score, like in the soundtrack mm-hmm. from Daft Punk. Like, yeah. in my personal opinion, this is one of my favorite scores from a movie ever. And that's like including, like, I'd say probably the Interstellar one is the first one for mm-hmm. me. I could throw on, like, the Tron score while I am at work and just, yeah. like, vibe. And you just get that, like... I don't know. You can tell Daft Punk just really did a good job with it. And I didn't realize it was scored by Daft Punk until recently, like Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years. And now it's become like a TikTok trend. Like one of the songs end of line is on TikTok and becoming viral and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, this movie kind of flew under the radar for me for a long time and with that the score and the soundtrack and then recently just with like yourself and some other people I know who really like it like I've listened to it and it's just so vibey yeah and it fits the world so well and uh yeah those guys they really understood the assignment and apparently they're big fans of the original Tron Mm -hmm. so when they were coming on board to do this one they were almost interviewing the guy who did make it or yeah. who was making it and basically being like, you're not going to screw this up, right? You're going to like honor the old one. And so they were stoked to be a part of it. And you can tell that they like really cared because it just fits the aesthetic super well. It kind of got that new wave synth yeah, with the kind of old arcade, but modern, sleekness to it and uh yeah gosh it just fits it so well and it's just really good there's never like a part in the movie where i feel like their you know their score like it it just feels like they watched the movie like they put together the whole film and Mm -hmm. then those guys watched the movie and just scored it to it and then handed it over and they're just like all right cool it's like perfectly like everything just fits so well and I think they do a really good job of not taking away from the movie or the scene with their score. Like it, it fits in so well that it sets the tone 
but you're not distracted by it, which is what the score is for. It's supposed to help, you know, like intensify, like intensify almost mm-hmm. what's going on and yeah, help tell the story as well. Yeah, and help translate emotion. So yeah. there's some cool, slower, softer ones, and then they'll throw in some bangers when action starts, and you're like, it kind of kicks it into gear. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not the sole focus but mm-hmm. if you listen to it on its own it's great standalone i mean when i listen to that album on its own i can hear the scenes that are going on mm-hmm. so it's always interesting but right off the bat like i think the first song and i just know them by head but like um we were hit with this like the, the wet first scene when Sam runs away on his bike and then it turns into him grown up and they mm-hmm. have like the son of Flynn playing in the background and he's like that scene where he is he escapes the cop by like jumping off the freeway and stuff yeah that's just like I don't know it it is just perfect you mm-hmm. know what I mean you you're like I don't know how to explain it other than it feels just very well matched to what they're trying to describe like he's kind of just like on his own little bit you know run away mm-hmm. and then it switches over to him at ncom and like you know the 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 songs that they play are just called like ncom part one and part two or whatever but like him like sneaking through ncom like mm-hmm. i don't it just all perfectly fits and there's another one later on i mean there's a couple of them but there's one that i can always think of too is when they're at the end trying to get to the portal and they're in that like big plane and Cora's flying it straight up in the air mm-hmm. and then she she does it to like stall out the smaller one and then they so, stall out so they can get behind them right yeah it's like a the beat is going mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it stops and then it like turns as they're like as they stall out the beat kind of like stops and then turns into is it a decrescent decrescendo okay it basically going down sure and as they go down okay. so like I, it just felt like daft punk watched like they put it together and then they scored it after seeing it and it yeah. just seems like they were very involved with it and it was cool. very cool it's just like i don't know you could tell they really enjoyed their work with this yeah and they yeah. have their cameo in it they do, and that was sick, and yeah. it, and it was so perfect. It didn't, it wasn't forced at all. No. It was just, yeah, that was great. Yeah. And um, they look like they should be in that they world, do. anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah. So obviously, the cameos when they go to the end of the line club. Yeah, and they're just the DJs there, and I like when they start fighting in the club, yeah, and, then and they, they look at each it. other, and they're like, "Yeah, let's let's get the right atmosphere for this," and then they just play music to. To like all these people just being fucking derezzed. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite uh, song from the um, soundtrack? I don't know. It's it switches up because it's just like it depends on the mood. Like there's very yeah. moody songs. So obviously, like the father and son, like emotional part of the soundtrack that goes on. Then there's more of like the fighting songs. They have like their own song. They have the songs for Rinsler and then they have songs for when they're on the light bikes. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything just works so perfect. I would say end of line is pretty good because it just feels very vibey when you're like when they first walk in and then man, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up. 
Yeah. This is end of line. This is when they first like walk in. The cool thing about the soundtrack is it's great throughout, but as you go and new songs start, it's just like, oh man, like this is kind of banger after banger. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's cool. And they don't really repeat much. Like you don't get, there's not like a theme per se that I really noticed that repeats itself, which Mm -hmm. not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's cool that, uh, they didn't need to do that. So the, one of the songs is Adagio for Tron, which is when Flynn is explaining to Sam when he comes in why he was left stuck to it. Like, st- it's just like a very dramatic, basically very dramatic telling of the story with music behind and how he mm. was basically, it was a coup and then Tron was killed and then... yeah everything happens so like that's also one that i always think of it's like when he does the flashback and it tells tells that story okay yeah i want to rewatch it and focus a little bit more on the soundtrack yeah and listen to the soundtrack more that's one of those Um, ones that like i would buy if i had like a record player like i would buy that there's a this really cool site called mondo Mm -hmm. and they do a bunch of um limited edition drops of posters vinyl board games like that's what the thing board game is it's a it's mondo yeah that's the brand and we have a few vinyls um from them i think we have a blade runner 2049 which is another Ooh, that's a good, good soundtrack yeah and i think last night in soho is a mondo and i think the jaws one i have is a mondo and maybe hateful eight so like they have great movie ones and they had a really cool Tron one, but it was a little while ago and it's sold out. You can like, you can buy it secondhand or resale mm-hmm. for like, I don't know, hundred dollars was the cheapest I saw it. But just like too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But there is like, we were looking and this is probably just TMI. I'm going on a tangent now, but target has it for like, I think 20 bucks and it's a cool blue vinyl. So like at the very least you can get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's good vibes. Good vibes. There's like a perfect amount of action going on in this movie too. I don't ever feel like there's a lull to it. I also don't feel like the action is too much or boring. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of that is the different types of action they do. Yeah. Like this movie feels like a video game. Yes. And in that it's very linear there's a there's clear objectives missions end of end of like levels per se yeah. like and you, like almost like boss yeah scenes right? yeah where like you feel like it instead of it, it goes from being what would feel like a movie mm-hmm. to now you have to do this to end the level right right like yeah. you got to get past this to move on like mm-hmm. and it almost like different gameplays too so first we get into the grid and you get captured and then you're thrown into this basically gladiator pit yeah and they start with the the disc um what is it called disc wars what's it called i think it's just the game i mean they're just called games no oh okay i don't know is it is it something i thought it was called like disc i don't know hold on this is movie magic. I think it's just Disc Wars. Disc Wars? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, first you start with Disc Wars. And so 
obviously it's them using their discs and throwing them like frisbees at each other and ricocheting and all this crazy shit and then you go to after he beats that then he goes to the bike races yeah the light cycles yeah the light cycles which is like the original tron game yeah have you ever played that yeah super I, it's, fun. it's a lot of fun for something super simple it's just like a lot of fun it is i used to have an app on my ipod touch that was light bikes i think it was called okay. it was just a rip off of it yeah. but it would just be like driving around with that like shield behind you or whatever that like the, light the, like beam light is. beam yeah. yeah and then trying to cut everybody off mm-hmm. and it like sucks because they don't really show it in the movie because it's supposed to be just a very wide open like light bike or light cycle grid mm-hmm. um but like in that game like you you'd run into your own like yeah like trails i think in the movie their trails kind of disappear yeah after um, a while i think in the game they don't they don't know so you're stays. like mazing so, around yeah because once you when, when he actually opens up tron at the arcade mm-hmm. uh you can see like one of the like it's playing like yeah. it's kind of doing that like standby like screen where it shows yeah, a yeah. demo and like one of one of the little bikes looks like it's about to get caught in its own like stream. yeah because there's a strategy where if you box them in all they all the computer can do is go in a circle and take as many moves as it can before it crashes yeah. and you do the same thing but i had um i think it was in high school we had like school issued sh- real shitty laptops yeah and it was very limited access but we got some torrent of like a couple games and one of them was like fighting narwhals or <laughs> i forget what it, what it was called and the other one was tron and it was one of those where you got it from someone on a usb and you just passed it along so we're just like spreading this game like a virus yeah but yeah we got we got pretty good at that game it was we really just it a clue lot. coming to the real world you got yeah. just like clue through the grid uh so yeah anyway so then they play that level and then he beats that and then and it's like you almost feel like it's a it's it's an old game but like you know you get to it as much as you can and obviously you're not going to beat the final boss in the beginning mm-hmm. so like you right. know he gets kicked off his light bike and then it's almost like a cutscene where he like yeah. he pulls out his disc and he's ready to fight him but then Cora comes in and stops Saves him. him yeah and then that leads you to to um Flynn and then you realize okay new mission is we got to get to the portal yeah. or whatever, right? So that's and that it kind of just continues like that. And then later they do, they do like more of the fist fighting at the club, and then they do the the plane. The plane and that is was like a gunner level, super in a video cool. Game, yeah, right? like exactly. Like you could either fly or just like that gunning. That gave me a lot of like parallel to a New Hope when yeah, he was back there at for the, like, sure when they were on the Millennium Falcon and they were shooting. Um, the tie fighters yeah it felt like that but it was very cool and like i don't know there's just there's nothing it's a it's a two-hour movie and Mm -hmm. i don't feel like i want to not pay attention at any point there's no like my like i'm not i don't know i just don't i'm not gonna look at my phone like there's no point where i'm just gonna be like all right i'm gonna look like there's always a story to be told and it's like quick and then it's like all right this next thing's gonna happen you know yeah. what i mean they're not sitting there having too much conversation like something's always at stake mm-hmm. basically in that scene yeah and i think a lot that has to do with that is just it's good pacing you know and and with that you pay attention 
and you're not lost at any point. Like it's a very simple story. They pretty much spell it all out for you. Um, and that helps because you don't get lost in the sauce and you're just sitting back and enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but it's familiar, right? Like you said, with this, a uh, new hope when he does the gunner stuff, but just everything else is very, very familiar. Just the story itself. Like, mm-hmm. and this was before Disney owned star Wars too. Yeah. So it's crazy to see yeah. like the, you know, there's there's some points where you're like, is that a lightsaber? Are they did they get sued for mm. using something close to being a lightsaber? Yeah. Um, At no point did I feel like it was a rip off of anything. Just personally, it just felt familiar, though. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's bad. I think that was just the video game aspect of it, mm-hmm. and and the story. Like most stories are what uh, like biblical or Shakespearean, mm-hmm. and this story is. To me, a little biblical because there's biblical. Flynn, who's the creator of you know God or whatever, and then his the prodigal son, son returns, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, it's just that concept itself is yeah. easy to understand and and um, yeah, I mean, for it, lack of a better term, just familiar, you know, again, but it does it's, it is very biblical, and like at first you don't kind of see that. Mm-hmm. But then there's like towards the middle, you know, you get like the whole, like you get Jeff Bridges in like this robe. Right. And he's like, just, he's the, his, his mannerisms start turning very like, I am God mm-hmm. type of thing. Like he he's can wearing all just, white. He's yeah. like pure and yeah. wise. And there's one point where when they're at the club and they're leaving um, and Sam has Cora cause she just lost her arm and they're going He's like, well, first he comes yeah. in and he like puts his hands down and just like the club just turns off. Like he just turns all the music mm-hmm. off. And that's like, that's Talk when another part of the soundtrack bummer, like changes yeah. too. And then he kind of turns everything off and then he's just like glowing. Like it's like the inside of his like sleeves is, are glowing. It's like mm-hmm. this, his robe is black. And then on the inside, like lining, there's like a thick lining of like white, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, His hood has is basically like soft lights on the inside. Yeah. So it kind of illuminates them. And and then when Sam picks up Cora and takes her to, he's like walking away and he's like, has his arms down and out yeah. like some, and then a person like drops to their knees and like prays. Like, I don't know if you know, yeah, I did that, see but that. Someone yeah. like drops their knees and they're like, put their hand up. It's the creator. Position. Right. Yeah. And that's, isn't that what the portal or light was supposed to Rep- in, represent? Is yeah. that the creators inside the grid? So yeah. it's like all the, crea- the creator like God he's is here. here. He's with yeah. us. He's among us. I think Cora and her her um, people. That's also very biblical. Like yeah. it's it's a race that basically was wiped out. Like genocide was <laughs> occurred yeah. in the grid, mm-hmm. and that's also w- where Flynn found like it, it was almost like religion within the grid, right? Because yeah. they were their own people and they had kind of ideologies, right? Yeah, and um, and it's. It's so weird too because all of this is happening and like it's not you know I'm not super smart in which understanding like a lot of technological terms and understanding mm-hmm. coding and stuff like that but there's a lot of like 
subtle but non-subtle stuff going on like these aren't actually people right like Mm -hmm. they're iso they're the isos but they're isomorphic algorithms so like outside of the grid they're just what they are are just like codes Mm -hmm. that have created themselves Mm -hmm. like almost like an ai i think and they've just written it it was he's like they manifested like a flame yeah um but yeah when you go back to that like I think there's part of the parallel to me when I was seeing this is it's like weird to say, but to me I'm seeing like fat, like fascism and yeah. Clue is basically like Hitler. Like he's trying to create the perfect system. Yeah. And he's just, that's all he's programmed to do. And so he destroys an entire race Uh and like, it's, it's kind of creepy to do that parallel of like the ISOs to Jewish people. Mm -hmm. And he just creates genocide yeah, and then continues on with trying to take over everything Mm -hmm. with his vision of what perfection is. Right. But ultimately it leads back to that's how Flynn was when he was younger. And it's not to say like Flynn was evil, but he explains that at the end. He's like, I just didn't understand what perfection was. Yeah. When I they was had young. different ideas of perfection. Yeah. Right. And so like he was clue was created from Flynn at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is that, you know, they're programmed. So they don't, you're, it was like, get, it was given, Clue was given specific instructions and he will never be able to change from that because he was programmed to basically just linear, like yeah. need to make perfection. It, it's um, it's pretty much just, there, there's like no autonomy. Yeah. There's no f- real, f- like you're just fulfilling a program. You're yeah. just, there's no self thought or, growth per se yeah. uh, unless it unless it f- f- like supports and feeds your like initiative your programmed initiative like and so perfection is something that like perf- well, perfection is something you'll almost never get so mm-hmm. real realistically being naive as flynn was at at a young age like you're never going to create perfection. Yeah. It's always going to be different. So realistically creating clue with that objective, it was always going to fail. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like what they need to do is create like a, a set of guidelines that can't be broken. Yeah. To create then a perfect, um, like world of peace like there has it has to be like a perfect something not a perfect everything because like that's impossible right but even just a perfect something that's like is there ever can there ever be a real utopia because you know with that with the way that we are as humans like everyone's a free thinker like you're able to think any way you want so Mm -hmm. maybe someone's utopia is actually someone's hell where like there's i don't know it's just yeah that idea of perfection is just completely different with the idea of free will and free thinking yeah and that's where it's like this movie like you said is a lot deeper than i think a lot of people think it is Mm -hmm. and it's not to like 
really like wank off with this but it like when you kind of take a step yeah. back it's like you're like whoa like you can look at this and be like this is just like a video game movie but also like you know there's this biblical sense of god and creation and then what is perfection yeah and the you know the dark side of what perfection brings and mm-hmm. what we've seen in history yeah with that yeah surface level it's a fun action movie video game it's a fun video game action movie with lights yeah and they do cool stuff in it mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's a it's a pretty deep movie but it doesn't it doesn't come across it doesn't try to present itself that way no it's which like I if appreciate. it's there you see it yeah i kind of had a thought after i kind of pieced together that there's a little bit of a bible going on and then they go to like the mothership or whatever it is there at the end and you see like they're basically cloning yeah and uh, it's like it's like the bible meets the clone wars yeah that's where like the real like fascism kind of came out where i felt like they were taking these people and just cloning them and then you get clues speech and it was just very very i don't know just like nazi like dictator (laughs) yeah it was a lot yeah um and it wasn't until I was doing some research here right before the pod that in the beginning of the movie, we get to see young Flynn. There's um, a video of him on the TV when they're explaining that he disappeared. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the grid and how he's like, you know, um, in there is our future in there is our whatever in there is our destiny. And he seems just like really amped up while he's giving this speech to Encom. And then the opposite happens and it, it just shows how, how much time has, has changed because in how clue was literally just like a piece of Flynn at that time, because Mm -hmm. later clues speech to all of those like rectified, clones or whatever those people are um he's like out there is our future out there is our like goal out there is our destiny it was like the same thing but instead of in the grid it's outside of the wild so it's just very like i don't know parallels like you were saying yeah wow that's uh it's pretty deep man yeah bio digital jazz man it's it's so funny they just really let Jeff Bridges cook in this movie. Yeah. Like he, he, I, feel like I know they... you follow Sam the whole time, mm-hmm. but Jeff Bridges is really cooking. And yeah, to me, sometimes I just forget that clue is also Jeff Bridges because it's so mm-hmm. uncanny, but that's still him acting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, you forget it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Oh, no, he's because like Clue has his moments where it's like he's going off, yeah, and you're like, oh shit. But that's Jeff Bridges too. It's just Jeff Bridges. It's just yeah. Jeff on Jeff crime, is what it is. Yeah, I. That's a good point. I at a certain point, I kind of forget that it is just also Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, they kind of went off on this movie. Like this movie goes pretty hard on all fronts Mm -hmm. but there's i don't know what it is there's just kind of a tameness to it it's kind of like they they kind of dumbed it down a little yeah 
just to make it a little bit more palatable. But it's still there. All of that is still there for the, the taking. You just got to think about it. If you take it at like face value, right. it's just a fun movie to watch. But yes, there's a lot there's a lot deeper stuff behind it like there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, they have the original. So the original Tron has young Jeff Bridges. And I don't know what the actor's name is who played Alan in the original Tron, but he is the program Tron also in the original Tron. And so they brought him back and he's Alan um, Bradley in mm-hmm. this movie. And then he's also tron in the movie but you don't really see tron for those of you who don't for someone who understands like the canon of tron and everything you can understand that like rinsler is tron pretty pretty quick because you get you see the t on his chest um and like also through in the middle when they're kind of like showing you what happened and like he gets the two blades and then later like you right. like you've seen Rinsler with the two blades the whole time. And also in the beginning it was Flynn, Clue and Tron, Tron. and yeah. when you re- when Sam returns or goes into the grid there's Flynn and Clue but there's no real mention of Tron or what happened to Tron. Yeah. So it's like that's the missing piece and then there's this guy Rinsler who's a total badass fighter which is what Tron is. Like it's yeah. not the hardest thing to put together but also not really thinking about it much. And that's like the part of this where it's still like computer science, right? Where he's like, I brought Tron over from the old program to protect this one because Tron is a program. Mm -hmm. He was like the ultimate warrior or whatever. And I think that's like, I think in the first movie, Alan Bradley creates the program Tron. And then it's like going to get stolen by, um Dillinger who his son actually works for Encom now which who is, is Killian Murphy Killian Murphy right. I knew you were going to appreciate seeing yeah. like a quick Killian uh cameo there Right and that was that is pretty damn cool Yeah it's like kind of random you're just like okay yeah interesting but it makes sense that it helps sell the cameo a yeah. little bit you're like oh he's someone right mm-hmm. so yeah, I watched the first Tron years ago, and I remember it being just wild and almost kind of hard to watch because it's of... hard to watch. <laughs> but it's really hard. To I want to. I want to go back and just kind of check it out. But after you get to that, when if you watch this one, it's it's a lot. It's hard to watch. Yeah, sure. It's just weird. Um, yeah. It'd be cool if they kind of remade it. Yeah, but made it look with you know. I don't know technology. if you can though. Maybe not. That's one of those movies. Um, Tron, the original Tron is one of the only movies that I remember ever seeing. So we did Caddyshack in this episode. The girl who played Lacey, the judge's niece, yeah. she's in Tron. Okay. So it's like Jeff Bridges, her, and then the dude that plays Alan. Alan. Yeah. So and that's very it. interesting. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, it's, it's just tough it's to watch. Weird. It's weird. Um, they did a really good job for 2010 for 13 years later this it's not like i feel the only part like we said that feels like we're in the past is this weird uncanny jeff bridges but it's okay yeah and it's uh it's a mark of the time so you know if it was made today it would be a little bit better but whatever i like over it you fucking
uh the arcade scene when sam goes to the arcade for the first time and turns everything on mm-hmm. uh i don't know why but i think there the score is also pretty good because like it it sets you in that 80s arcade where they just blasted music and you would just be oh, there yeah. playing music but well they started with songs they started with a song and it was um oh my God. separate ways by fuck hold on no the first song was separate ways i'm telling you you fucking idiot shut up i thought that was the second song no so it's set the first song that they do is separate ways okay. by journey and it's okay. kind of cool because it's like oh, sam yeah, and his yeah. dad are like worlds apart mm-hmm uh and then as he goes downstairs they start playing sweet dreams and you can kind of hear it vibrating through the walls and Mm -hmm. it was always really cool i just think they did a really good job with the music but uh, it it, kind of almost teleports you back to that time yeah and then when you go into the grid with daft punk's wave electronic electronic synth stuff it it, uh kind of transitions you Mm. into it easily yeah. Nothing feels out of place in this movie. No. Really. And that's it's pretty impressive coming from the original Tron movie, which is the whole fucking thing is out of place. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Just so out of place. But how ambitious is that movie? Yeah, I mean Tron for the movie? time. Like, oh my god. Very ambitious. Did, did it do well? Was it I have no clue cuz this movie didn't do well, I don't think. This movie had a fairly expensive budget and didn't really gain anything back and i think over time people realized what it was but like yeah more of a cult following i try to think of this movie and where i was when it first came out and i was like Mm -hmm. i don't know sixth seventh grade i think and uh like i don't remember the marketing for it really well i no i remember the movie coming out and watching it when it was fairly new i don't think i saw it in theaters but it was one of those movies where you're hanging out with friends and you turn on yeah or whatever like pay-per-view or it's on cable and you kind of watch it so like it was always a movie that was on in the background and i never really just sat and watched it like seriously Mm -hmm. you know not to any extent where i gave it my full attention yeah and uh it's cool to revisit it later and i feel like appreciate you, gain, it. you just like gain more of it seeing yeah. it as like an adult mm-hmm. um, just understand it a little bit more and it you're not just jaw dropping at the light cycles and stuff because yeah. that appeals to a lot of the younger audience like it's cool to us too just like the cool action of it yeah, yeah. uh it's so cool to go back and also think of it as like instead of seeing them as you know like human form i think what what does flynn say like human form in a digital like space mm-hmm. all of the all of the programs or all of the people there like they they're they just have certain stuff right so i don't know they have certain pro they, they have to follow what they're programmed to do so in the armory scene like all the women are up in the wall and then they come out and then they all just like do their thing and they're all like walking in unison and yeah. then putting that stuff on Sam. 
but they still have some trace of some weird like free will yeah she shows up later right right? that and the girls look at each other like and they say something like this one's different different." yeah so they have some i don't know if personality it it is weird because it seems like they're kind of just trapped there until someone new comes but they must just have other jobs and that's just kind of one of them they don't really sexualize like they try not to sexualize them like Olivia Wilde, mm-hmm. you don't really get to see a lot of her. No, She's but there's in like some boots and stuff, but they kind of do like a shield on her butt. So you can't mm-hmm. just see like they were still wearing like skin tight stuff. Yeah. And like the their one that poses they, and their walks. The, yeah. The poses, the walks, the one that they really, I feel like tried to sexualize was Jem, that the girl that was the blonde, the blonde one that he met in the armory. Yeah. And she was like survive and then later she takes them to caster or mm-hmm. zeus and yeah so but other than that they i don't know it's also like disney so it's weird to see that from disney you know what i mean it like was you can so tell low they're trying, key though yeah, but they're trying to damp it down but yeah. they're also like but they were good looks they were it was cool mm. rectify rectify games <laughs> That dude was so upset when he got games. He's like, no, no, no. He manifested mm-hmm. that. He's like, not the games, not the games, not the games. And then he just like kills himself. So rectify is just termination. I think rectify or, was being oh, sent clone. onto the ship and sent up and getting cloned. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Games. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think the way that people get derezzed in this game. So derezzed is like dying, right? Yeah. Is deleted. It's supposed to yeah, deleted de-resolution. Is deleted resolution. Delete me. To um, I, don't I know. like how they do it. Like they yeah. turn into cubes and they kind of just drop like pixels. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, because like when you first get that, when Sam looks over when he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in this mm. oh, battle, the and the faces. guy or not that oh, when oh. he's in the disc war and oh, he's like, right. what do we do with this? Mm. And he looks over and like. A that guy, guy just, just shatters. Gets shatters and turns into cubes. It's pretty cool. It's a cool effect. Yeah. Like it, visually, it's fun to watch and a cool way to represent, like basically death without yeah. it being just being deleted. Yeah. yeah, without it being too like gory. Like the only blood we see is when he's fighting, um, Rinsler. Rinsler. And then Rinsler's like, he's a user. Yeah. And it's like, user, because he's the only other user in the world except for Mm -hmm. Flynn. So big deal, right? Yeah. The way that the light cycles are used in the movie, I don't know. They're just so cool. Like they're sticks. You take them out, pull them apart. And then you were saying this the other day, just like they show the schematics of it. And then it Mm -hmm. just like forms. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just very like, it's it's kind of like satisfying it's, it's to watch. Satisfying and same and it, with the way that they do the gliders at the end yeah. too. That's like leveled up. There was like a little bit more like when Clue jumps out and he pulls it apart. He like pulls it apart, but then he like sticks it into like it was just like a small detail that There's I noticed. He like sticks he it into like they form, but he has to stick the pieces into somewhere and then they like form sure all around him. But it was really cool. It's a cool way in. That really only works in a world like this that's 
like things can just digitally form and go away and there because you don't need like physical space so it's it's pretty neat because like in what other scenario does that really work like unless it's like magic right like harry yeah, potter yeah, yeah. or something no well that's like the whole thing of it being it's like you can't really shit on it because it's you're in a video game right or you're like you're on the grid like it's not supposed to be real but it doesn't feel forced. Yeah, it does, at no point is it like, oh, this is ridiculous. Because it's not like they did something stupid where there's a in in the grid there's a delete button that just deletes anyone or everyone. Like that's yeah. like that wouldn't doesn't make sense outside. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But when you're inside, everything's very realistic or feels just very human. Mm-hmm. Um, and that light cycle scene too, the music is like that like droning kind of beat which is mm-hmm. i don't know it's very cool they did very well with that and like the one visual scene that's really cool is when like one of the people like one of the bikes is going down and one of the bikes is coming up on that spiral yeah. and they're like getting faster and then it's making that video game noise when they hit the arrows it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's almost like a boost yeah Yeah, that was really cool. That was cool. And like the way that the track is made, like Sam doesn't realize at first, like it's just, it's not flat. Like he like falls down. Well, that's what the the actual video game, it's one dimensional. It's just flat. So it's, it's a cool uh, way to like amplify the game or make it a little more interesting is Mm -hmm. by making it two dimensional with levels. Cause that would never work in a game unless you were playing it like 3d, right? It would be quick. Like, I think everything would just end quick. That's yeah. why if you play against the computers of Tron, like the actual video game, mm-hmm. like you said, like there's certain stuff where you can just box them in mm-hmm. and they only have so many moves before they crash into their own like yeah trail. So, But this adds a complication mm-hmm. to it. And, and it allows for a bunch of different cool ways to defeat the enemy, defeat yeah. the programs. That way the viewer is not just watching people get boxed in all the time. Like we're seeing guys fly over yeah, each other jumps and, and all that stuff. And it goes to show like throughout the movie, how different a user is compared to a program, a program. Are they called programs in the, I, th- I think so. Yeah. And it just, it, it goes to show how different a user is to a program with, Programs just don't have that outside of the box thinking. Like Sam mm. is always like he says at the end when he tells Flynn to go get there's like get some wheels. Well, what are you gonna do? I'm a user. I'll improvise. Mm-hmm. Like he can that's think what separates him, of the right? box. From, yeah, yeah. So all of those programs going in and fighting, if they have to go against Clue and his henchmen. They're always going to lose because they can never think outside of the box. And it took Sam to be like, we got to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't just do this separately. Right. And it's like, it's cool to see those types of things. Mm-hmm. Although it, you're supposed to understand that, that a user is just right. able to understand more. Right. Like for us, it makes sense to, yeah, let's work together. But for the programs, that's not the way I guess they're programmed. Right. So you're right. Those moments are kind of cool because it's. It's like their lives are all scripted and they can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he comes in and he just disrupts it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes good, sometimes bad for the programs. He does things that are unexpected. Sam. Yeah. Samuel. Even when he was um, 
doing the disc wars at the beginning and it was kind of a tier system. There was ones on top of each other. Like he would, I don't think there would really be any other program who would jump to like another one or, or whatever. Or how he, for one of the programs, he broke the room they were in and that's what. And he like fell through it. Yeah. He fell through the hole. Is there any ways that you think would have been cool to see the world get manipulated more by Sam? Or do you think it was all pretty I think it was pretty well done. I think it would have been interesting to see more of Jeff Bridges be God, almost Mm. in a sense, or Clue being God. Like, I always think of the scene when they show the flashback of them building the grid and then having the ISO show up. And it's like showing a building basically being rendered, I Mm. guess. And so I think it would look cool if they showed the rendering of creation or just building of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, Jeff Bridges does it really quickly when they're on the elevator and it's falling. He kind of just like hacks into it Mm -hmm. and like can figure out something. Yeah. But there's never like a, I'm the creator here. I can just like build this up right right now. Build a wall to block a disc or something. Yeah. I think they have to limit those guys. Otherwise... It would be too easy for them to... They're a little OP'd. Right, exactly. Otherwise, it's just fucking Fortnite, and they're just building towers and... (laughs) I guess they just let him cook in his own way. Like, in his way of acting, they're letting him be God. Because he was kind of like Lebowski. He's the dude. Like, he's still the dude. He's very, like, radical, It was kind of like Like, the dude, but... If the dude is a tech bro? Yeah, in his past life, but now he's become, like, this almost like godlike yeah like wizard or <laughs> something exactly he's like if he's a, lebowski tech wizard gandalf and jesus christ had a love child if yeah a, if lebowski jesus christ <laughs> lebowski <laughs> jesus christ and steve jobs had an orgy and a <laughs> child was formed <laughs> um the one scene that apple fell far on the tree on funny. that one yeah good one <laughs> What was what was the funny scene? When he's talking about the I watched this with my brother uh a couple months ago and we were laughing because when he's talking about the ISOs and how they met them and he was like they just they manifested like a flame. Like he's just mm. he starts like really getting, getting it on some it. words and there's one when he's talking about them and this is when uh, Olivia Wilde's sitting on the couch and listening, he's telling the story and he's mm-hmm. like the possibility is the root code. Their digital DNA, disease, history, science, philosophy. Like he's yeah. just saying big words, big, just big words, them. big energy. It's just like. of their root code, their digital DNA, disease, history, science, philosophy. Every idea man has ever had about the universe up for grabs. When he said digital DNA, I was like, Dino DNA. Yeah, I know. And then he says. Bio-digital jazz, man. Bio-digital jazz, man. Everything, like, was that mankind, everything mankind has thought of up for grabs. Mm -hmm. I still don't understand why that's with the ISOs or 
really isomorphic. Yeah, I don't. Or I don't know. Else. That's, that's beyond me. With the, the way I science, picture but. it is, it was kind of like a miracle in code. Yeah, or something. <laughs> Whatever that and means. Somehow it can help us under like cure disease or something. Uh, yeah, I don't Just know. Just so fucking. It's big brain DNA disease, history, science, philosophy, man, <laughs> woman, uh, baby. <laughs> So you you know Michael Sheen? He, I don't know him, but he's he's so weird in this movie. Yeah. So he's in like he always plays weird roles, Does I feel he? like. But he has a cane in this movie. And he gives he's me caster. He give Yeah. He's caster. Right. He's the, the end of the line club club boss, underground kind of Who is Zeus. Yeah. Ends up being Zeus. Right. Um, he like, he like disguised himself or whatever. Right. Yeah. But he gives me such, um, Jim Carrey Riddler vibes Mm -hmm. from Batman forever. Like he's very animated. He has the cane. He's like swinging it around, throwing it from hand to hand and doing like all of his his shit. And I just couldn't help but think about Jim Carrey. There's some (laughs) very just like dramatic acting in this. That's also comical. Like Mm -hmm. when clues henchmen are dropping down with those like dragonfly parachute things yeah. which are kind of cool and they fall through and then sam has to battle them mm-hmm. uh zeus or caster is it michael sheen yeah just very dramatic he's like up there he's like laughing at him he's like ah ha, 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 ha. like it's yeah. creepy and then he's like shooting that cane like a dick it was like scarface it's yeah. a scarface moment and he was just swinging it around yeah um yeah it's it's very funny and creepy and it works though. It works. He's just it's, a weird like yeah. David Bowie. Yeah, I think it he was a drew, combination of all this, yeah. all kind of like all these characters we've kind of seen before. Yeah, just kind of blended into one. And uh, I don't know. Maybe that makes sense with like something that's digital. Like there has to be source. I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But it's kind of cool how all these programs do have personalities. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just be boring robots and mm-hmm. all this shit. Like. So, yeah. I, it's cool. It it's definitely it definitely adds to the to the environment of the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh like it's a whole city, you know? know. There's a whole I really like the the twist of that when they show what happens mm. between Clue and when he turns mm. and it's like I don't know what's happening in that scene really quickly. But you can hear Tron complaining to Flynn about something. And it's almost like I feel like he's trying to warn him that mm-hmm. Clue might be losing his mind. And that scene always makes me and my family laugh because Clue's like, Flynn, am I still set to create the perfect si- Was I created to create It's really the out of system? nowhere. And Flynn just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just like such a very funny, like, yeah. It is funny how he says it. <laughs> and then he just like, it was a coup. And then they start mm-hmm. fighting. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Jeff, just Jeff Richards. That's a sound bite we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be cool to kind of explore the Tron world a little bit more. Yeah. Like, explore the city a little get a little bit more into that i think it's a cool enough concept and and world to kind of like live in for a little bit yeah i'd kind of like to see the inner workings so here's where i'm gonna say some stuff that makes me a sad Mm. 
I love this movie. I think this is a gem from Disney. I think that it's kind of like a hidden gem. Yeah. You'll hear it in my movie feeders critic review later. Uh, And my brother and I have always watched this movie. We've talked about what we think should be like the next step in it because Mm. we're waiting for a sequel. Yeah. Uh, If you didn't know the director of this movie actually just directed Top Gun Maverick, same director created was that like the one of the highest grossing movies in film of all time? Well, and for this movie, it was the highest budget for a director's debut. Yeah. It was like 170 million and it was like his directorial. And I think they only made like 44 debut. back in the box no, office. Oh, really? So it like didn't do oh, well. Fuck. But he's doing pretty he's, well right yeah. now. So I'm like, bring Top Gun Maverick's like, a it's a vibe. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. And I'm excited to see it. Did you I watch think the we old put Top it Gun? on the pot. We put it for the list. Of oh yeah, I think it is possibly coming yeah. up soon. So anyway. you have him. I think it's like uh, I forget what his name is. It's Joseph Kaczynski. So Joseph Kaczynski just made Top Gun Maverick at the top of his A game. Bring him back. Jeff yeah. Bridges is going to say no with today's technology. Bring back right. <laughs> bring back Jeff Bridges. You know you can't do Tron without Jeff Bridges. He's been two of them. You can't do the third one without him. Bring back. Uh, is it Garrett Hutland? Is who plays Sam? Like he's not in a bunch of stuff. You could probably get him for cheap. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest Olivia Wilde fan, but bring her back if she wants if she like, wants if she, she might be too big for it now but in my idea i'm like i got this it. laid out in my head i'm like disney you have the budget you can put everything together to make this you can probably mm-hmm. get daft punk to come out of retirement oh and make this i'm sure they again. would they would do it in a heart i'm sure they would you have all make the it money. a trilogy you're right the, yeah you're the evil you're the oh. evil mouse you have all the money yeah right or i'm, well, I'm labeling it right now no yeah. Tron Generations. Oh, and oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, where you do this? Like, is whether it a sequel? I, yeah. And so it's Sam has a kid, and then because he takes the program and at the end of the movie yeah. and puts it on a on a, a USB drive and has a necklace. So like, I don't know what happens, but somehow the world, like the world, starts becoming Tron, like the grid starts taking over the world or something crazy. And then him and Love his it. son have to like fix it. Fuck yeah. Right. And it would yeah. be like Tron generations. And then maybe, maybe Flynn, he dies, but, but like he gets, there's like a part back, of him. Like Rinsler. Yeah. He's evil or something. And or then they have like, to go like save grandpa and yeah. turn him good again. And, or there's like some kind of clone or like embedded version of Flynn in the grid that they can go to, to like help solve the problem or find the answers or something. Yeah. I don't know. Tron Generations. Love it. I literally, like, hire me, Disney. Love it. But you know what they're doing? Yeah, I do. I just, no, let me be upset about I, it. I am. I'm just pulling up my info on it, so. So, they're, they just released, it was like the night after my brother and I were talking about this and we put together this idea. The next day, they are like, Tron Ares just got green-lighted. It's going to come out and you know what they did they took the fucking director from pirates of the caribbean dead like the Man's worst chest. one no dead men tell no tales the last the, one the, the worst, worst one. one and director of maleficent the worst one <laughs> and his mother, name is and fucking Joaquin jared leto Rooning? 
And Jared, yeah, and Jared Leto. Okay, I'm not that mad about Jared Leto because I did like him in Blade Runner 2049. And I feel like that's similar-ish vibes to where it could work. However, I am mad about the director because all I can see him as after doing that pir- the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean that was pretty much shit and Maleficent yeah. is that he's just he's just a puppet that Disney can... He does Disney's bidding. He'll do yeah. anything and everything Disney will say because that's like because he's kind of a no-name like he's just he doesn't have any backing or real like creative influence like this just from what i can tell right yeah and this is all just my opinion but that's not gonna make another tron movie i i really don't think that's gonna make the next tron movie what we want it to be i think it needs to be people who are like deeply interested in the Tron universe like Daft Punk. I think the fact that it was put together so well is because all of these outlying pieces yeah. were so bought in and liked it so much. So they had so much. It's almost like he had enough backing not to fail. Even if he was a mm-hmm. bad director and you know, he had a lot of sources around it. Like, like you said, Daft Punk basically interviewed him. Yeah for it like are you gonna fuck this up right. or are you gonna make this good and then michael sheen was like so excited for the role but his agent basically told him to tone it down so he could kind of like get more money for it or yeah. whatever or something so yeah you you just i think this these movies need to have the right people on it otherwise it's just gonna be it's a cash grab and you it, know it yeah. and it's just not gonna be good and disney has a lot of those yeah. but sometimes like you say this one's a gem and I think it is. And I agree with everything you just said. How do you feel about Jared Leto? What are, what are your feelings on that? Because I feel like you're disappointed about that. You know what I feel about Jared Leto and how I feel about him. It's I just, time? I, we're either going to get Jared Leto being weird from Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. Is he, is he going to be a bad guy and be like that? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be a good guy and like what do we have to show for him doing anything disney it's fucking morbius yeah yeah no i agree i'm not stoked and also joseph kaczynski with maverick top gun like you're coming off a high yeah and also like he did real jet fighters real g's imagine that in tron not saying he's gonna create a digital world but he's gonna use practical effects exactly that's where we need that mesh of practical effects Mm -hmm plus cg yeah and you know what better time to do that like it will the next day is always going to be better than the last with technology especially mm-hmm. with like movies and how good everything's gotten like they so, did they did the practical effects in this movie to a point where i i read something that like the suits mm-hmm. were all like laced with led lights or whatever yeah. and they had to keep changing batteries dude on the them. suits were a pain in the ass yeah they would break the circuits if they moved a certain way so they couldn't really sit down. They had to lay down on like a reclined table or something, yeah. like platform. Otherwise, they'd cut the circuit and then the, bat- and yeah, then the batteries only And then one part of the last. light would yeah. just like not be there. Why don't they just slap some LEDs on them? Like Now I- they could. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, in but- 2010, they're like, we're going to put AA batteries, yeah. switch out the 15-minute batteries in this person's suit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I read something that Olivia Wilde had a lot of issues with her suit. Yeah, she had like 12 different fittings because it just wasn't working. Yeah. She couldn't move or do any of the stunts. 
sense in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the movie would could be made pretty cheaply, but very effectively today with the right people. Yeah. And I, I'm... I would even right say, why would you. you need to cheap? If you're giving all this money to Marvel and right. you're trying to revive a franchise, like mm-hmm. I just don't, I just like don't see their vision. And I no. hope they prove me wrong with it. I just, me too. Yeah, I'm not like. Where are you going? Up on it. You're doing like you just saw Morbius fail on its face with Jared Leto, mm-hmm. and you're telling me the writers are like the producers and writers are all in the same company. Yeah. So it's just disappointing to me. That's all. So the screenplay is by Jesse Winguto. He did the Aragon screenplay back in 06. Oh, great. I feel awesome that's the, about that. That's the only Great. Thing. You know what? I'm glad you told me that. That made me feel so much better about everything I was very upset about. It's just bullshit. The more you look into it. Oh, I'm fucking kidding. Who Did you watch Aragon? Does anyone on this podcast that listens to this ever watch Aragon? No, because you know it's going to be shit. Because it was awful. Because it was an awful movie about a dumb boy and a dragon. It was <clears> shitty. And, all and they the- were just riding the coattails of like Harry Potter at the time. Oh, are you saying in 2010 the guy who wrote is the dude? No, the dude no. Who's going to write the one, new one? The Aries. Yeah, great. That's why, cool. Why do you get him? Unless he wrote there's a some, banger some sort of no, There's some sort of yeah, nepotism just, bullshit yeah, it's just going Disney. on here. And Disney's being cheap. And when I said I you the could Disney do the execs when on I, the phone right now. Let's get him. Call him. Call him. Star 6-7. They won't know. Yeah, they won't. When I said that they could do a, Tron, a new Tron movie cheaply, I don't mean like they could cut corners. I don't think it would the budget would really need to be that high because I feel like it's fair. It's a fairly simple world to create digitally because like what they did in 2010, I feel like they could do obviously better, yeah. but they could probably do for cheaper. Like it, I'm, I really don't think it would be that. <sighs> I just don't know where they're going to go with it. I love your idea about generation. That'd be cool. The movie pay that me. never Disney got made. Pay me. I'd pay you. I'd pay to see that, you know. Tron Generations. I feel like... How much do you think Garrett Hutland's going to ask for money? Like, Why no. do you think tr- Disney is doing another Tron movie if they're not... I don't know. They're trying to revive... I know that they're doing rides. So they brought right. Tron rides. And that and was something... a new one that was... Well, it was in, I think, Japan. Yes. And it was like the light cycle. Yeah, you're on the you're... light cycle. And it's basically like a space mountain. And right. it's like Daft Punk. The soundtrack is playing while you're on it. And it's like one of those lean forward type of rides. And so they're putting that into California. And then also they're putting it in Orlando. Yeah. So they're bringing that over. And okay. Another, let me do another fucking rant about Disney. They're adding, um, I think they're adding Avatar World. Oh God. To, I think Disneyland. And it's like, where? Like, where are you going to do that? Like, if they are going to do it, put it in California Adventure because that place is just a turnover for rides and lands. But it's like nobody, I'm like, most people I talk to don't actually really like Avatar. It's just kind of a spectacle and it's just a big thing to go see and watch. But nobody really like likes don't it. Don't get me going with James Cameron, that I asshole. I and I, I, you know, maybe a lot of people do and I'm just a snob about it. But it's like... I like the Tron world way better than Avatar, and I think it has more potential. Yeah. But they're putting all their eggs in Marvel and Avatar. and But at least we are getting the the Tron rides over in the U.S. 
I like that. I'd I'll be go stoked. down to Disneyland oh, yeah. and play, and ride that thing. Let's do it. Especially with... Uh, Let's do it and then knock on Disney's door and chew them out about Aries. I can't wait to do a pod on that movie. And I'll just, throw up. We're either going to tear it apart or we're going to put our foot, feet in our mouths. A movie is going to be made and they're not doing it right. Yeah. You know, it's like you have, you're putting the effort and the money and the, and, and the time to make something and they're, they just don't do it right. And I know like, it's kind of the same thing when you're watching sports where you're like coaching from the couch, right? Yeah. But it's like they didn't even take any consideration of what people are thinking, thinking about. or want, Yeah, which is fine. Cause a lot of times, it, you know. I made a dank meme about the situation. Let me see it. Um, I wish I could get a third part of it, but I can't. But it was the scene from when Clue turns on Tron and Flynn. Mm -hmm. So it's Clue and it says, am I still to create the perfect system? And then I said, millennials (laughs) and Gen Z and Tron Legacy and he's like, yeah. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, it was a coup because Disney doesn't actually care about creating the perfect wow. Tron movie. That's cuts they deep, man. They just want to fucking... There was also kind of a missed opportunity with this movie to turn it into a trilogy. When it started. Like, when it started. Like, yeah. We're 13 years removed now. And I don't mean a trilogy including the original one. I mean like Tron Legacy is the first of like three installments. I think yeah, they It's a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Tron Ares is kind of going to lead like every, you know, couple, every decade or so we, or whatever, we maybe get like a new Tron movie. I don't know, man. But like, where can they go? Cause the canon is Flynn created it. So mm-hmm. I just don't understand where I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they are going to do kind of some, cause you have dive. to involve Tron in some way. Like Tron really wasn't involved here. It was yeah. Rensler. Whatever, man. I don't know. Maybe it'll be kind of a deep dive into a little bit more the world of the grid like we were saying maybe it's gonna be before tron legacy i gotta i gotta this is a good time for an ad oh yeah we gotta get paid this podcast is brought to you by clues fragrance line the grid is a vast place for programs to sync up and mingle oh so don't get caught smelling like a burnt circuit board Ooh, check out clues two new fragrances rectify and Derezd. Both of these fragrances have been known to attract the sexiest code sequences to your program. One squirt from either of these fragrances before you go to the club, and you'll be mixing zeros with ones before you know it, if you know what I mean. Use code NCOM for a $10 voucher on your next purchase. That's code E-N-C-O-M for a $10 purchase on your next purchase. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's code E N C O M for a $10 voucher on your next purchase. What are so there so what kind of rectify is just the one? Is there just and the one fragr- fragrance? It's a fragrance line. What but are it's they rectify s- and Derez. They're two different. What do they smell like? Can you give me the flavor? Pro- pl- I can't talk. Can you give me the flavor profiles? Do they smell like fresh? One smells like the Sea of Simulation. Ooh. And the other smells like <laughs> Jeff Bridges' <laughs> taste. <laughs>
It smells like the room after Jesus, Lebowski, and what's his name? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like that. Should I do my ad? Get it out of the way? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Best friends. We never left home without each other. We were tied at the hip. And you threw it all away for the new shiny toy. You thought we were obsolete. Forgotten technology that you laugh at. Now look at us. We're the only device that can communicate with the grid. That's right. Pagers are back. (laughs) Before you go looking in your parents' attic for their old pager, we have 90 spec pagers now in reproduction. Pre-order yours today for five easy payments of $99 plus a monthly fee. Talk to the computer world of tomorrow with yesterday's technology. Use code Pagers are back and they're here to stay for your first monthly free fee free. <laughs> uh, so do you want to know some fun little thing about this movie? I, I sure I sure do. I don't know if you if you looked it up, but essentially how it starts is because Alan gets a page from Flynn's office mm-hmm. to and then he tells Sam and Sam goes and checks it out. And so you're later than Sam says it to Flynn and he's like, oh yeah, the page. And then he's like, I didn't send you a page. It must've been clue, mm-hmm. but clue was also confused as to why Sam got in. So it wasn't clue. So I guess, and this is what I've heard in passing. I never did mm. any um, real research to okay. it, but there was kind of this is a part of the time when like the internet was still very like it just wasn't as developed as it is now in 2010 and there was one of those things where you were given kind of like a line of codes and like riddles and stuff online Mm -hmm. and it was to like the neutron movie like they kind of made a website to like flynn's whatever okay like an arg or something kind of and then you would like put together like puzzles and then all of a sudden at the end it would be like mission complete page sent so it was it was oh, supposed to be like so interactive like, like you, you sent, sent the it. page to alan oh. and then alan had sam go check and then sam went in that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah i just assumed clue did it after flynn said he did but yeah i didn't really because clue was confused why was sam was there if you look at it he's like oh, okay hmm. he's like i don't know why you're here but i'm right. very happy you are because now he's like the game has changed I can use Sam to get Flynn out of hiding. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. I have another fun little tidbit. Yeah. Um, So when Quora is showing Sam around Flynn's place, there's a Go board. Yeah. The game Go. And she's saying how Flynn typically always beats her um and that she rarely wins and being a computer program you would kind of think that they would always win like in chess the best human chess players can lose to like the best computer chess players right like Mm -hmm. it's just how it works but computers aren't great at go because because of just like the strategy to it so amateur or a little bit better than amateur human players can beat the best like programmed programmed so it was kind of a 
I don't know, just kind of a cool little tidbit that I would never th- really think of, but it's yeah. like, oh, okay. So Flynn, you know, it's good for him that he can he can play a game and win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like one game and win because he's playing against programs. Right. Yeah. Well, that's also like something in that scene too is later when Clue brings all the henchmen to Flynn's, like they're looking at a book because they have no idea what a book is. Mm-hmm. Like he probably just never rendered a book or brought it into the grid. So they're like, right. what is this? Like, and it's yeah, cool that Cora got that knowledge. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things that I thought was interesting. And I think it's also part of her, her people's culture is just having a little bit more of like a curiosity and like willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. Cause that's also what separates her from all the other programs, right? Like she just acts different. And I don't think it's just because Flynn kind of like look, looked after her and raised her. I think it's part of her part of what the ISOs are, right? Part of their makeup, their digital DNA. All right. I got a fun game for us before we go <sighs> I into love games. We got any more games. To categories. Is it Tron? Is the game Tron? Are we playing Tron? Tron. No, we're going to play. Did Jeff Bridges say this in the movie? <laughs> Welcome to a movie feeders game. Game show. Da, 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 da. All right. I'm going to give you three quotes. Okay. And one of these quotes is real. Two of them are not. One truth and the two classic lies. game. Two, 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 two lies and a, lie. and a truth. Two, two lies and a Two lies and a Tron. Jeff Bridge. <laughs> Let me see if we can cross this bridge. Mm-hmm. Jeff. First quote, hey, careful, man. The grid is no place to lose your cool. (laughs) Second quote, you're messing with my Zen thing, man. Third quote, obviously, you're not a programmer. Okay, I know the you're messing with my Zen thing, man, is a quote. I know that one. That's round one. You did well. Round two. So you're one for one. Good job. (laughs) Ding. Everything is connected. Everything is a balance. With good, there is always bad. The hunger to create, sorry, that's one. Mm -hmm. Two, the hunger to create leaves you blind to the perfection in front of your eyes. And three, life has a way of moving you past wants and hopes. That last one's true. Ding! I liked that line. I remembered that one. I was like, ah, that's kind of depressing, but, you know, I'm kind of of feeling that as you get older. Mm -hmm. It's true. (laughs) Those are good lines. I like, okay, yeah. Round three. I'm going to knock on the sky and listen to the sound. Tron was meant to be the best of us. He was the protector. The only way to win the game is to beat Clue to the portal. The first one, I I don't know if you're being tricky and changing it a little bit, but I remember the first one, a line like that in the movie. So I'm going to go with that. That's the true one. You got all three of them right. Woo! Let's yeah. go. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Who do I win? Yeah. Um, You win this next line that I'm going to say, which is a series of Jeff-related endings to how the movie happened. One, Jeff on Jeff crime being absorbed by another Jeff. Two, Jeff Tomic bomb <laughs> wiping out the entire grid. Or you could say... The grid really got jeffed in the ass on that last <laughs> blow. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. 
Um, there was kind of some weird like sexual tension going on between Sam and Cora. I felt like at the end. I feel like, yeah. I feel like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't think it was weird. I just thought it was kind of like like is he gonna go fuck a math algorithm? Is what I'm feeling. Like where were they going with oh, that? You know what I mean. I feel like like does she know what like love is does she i don't know he was just looking into her eyes longingly and i felt like they they could have done more of like a brother sister thing there instead of like a Mm. longingly looking at each other type vibe okay you know yeah you would have liked that i would have rather like a brother sister you know what i mean because he kind of like found her and adopted her and so now they're sure and she the way that he taught her how to grow up is probably the way he would have wanted to teach sam so there's a lot of like, you know. Sure. That's all. Yeah. All right. Categories. Categories. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Nah. This isn't the first time you've seen it or is it? No, I've seen it before, but I would say this is the first time I've given it like my full attention all the way through and, and like thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So. Did you, do you want to give a critic review to it? Um, did you have a review? I kind of, I kind of went more with like a first impression since it it has been a while. And basically it was just like, this movie's a banger. At first I was like, it's kind of low key a banger, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think we've kind of touched on that throughout where we say this one's kind of a gem and it doesn't take much to enjoy it. But I think the deeper you dive into it, you get a little bit more out of it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised rewatching it that it was like far better than what I had remembered. What about you? What's your review of it? I said it's a hidden gem in the vast vault of Disney productions put together perfectly with a well-rounded score from Daft Punk. Yeah. I think the score kind of bumps it up a notch. It does. And you could have gotten really cheesy and just did a bunch of like... Like you said earlier, not a lot of them, they're not really overlapping. You could have just mm-hmm. done cheesy, like, you know. They could have had, like, the, techno music that yeah. kind of is just the same thing. Mm-hmm. But they or just, didn't. like, a Terminator theme, you yeah. know, and just kind of whatever. Fucking James it's pretty. Cameron. It's pretty unique, you know. It's not like it's... You don't really hear that much electronic techno scores. No. If you do, maybe it's, like, a song out of it, but mm-hmm. for a whole movie. Yeah. Pretty unique. On a scale from A to Z, what would you rate this movie? I have D. Let me guess it. Let me guess it. Let me guess it. I'm on a roll today. Digital. No. Dude. No. Damn it. Disease. (laughs) History. Science. Philosophy. Every idea man. Every. I think he's like every idea mankind has ever had. Up for grabs. Because I think what he's saying is the ISOs put every theory mankind has ever created like mm-hmm. up in the air. It's like understanding black holes before people understood black holes or like just theories, right? Scientific yeah. theory is thrown up in the air. Sure. It's highbrow. Yeah. I mean, who knows what they have? Who, who, well, Sam we, does. Well, there's only one left Yep. and you made it human. So now it has a lifespan. Mm hmm. Probably, right? Maybe. I don't know. Is it still a program? Like, does she bleed now? I don't know. Is there a transference process? I I feel like she can't. I feel like she's still a program. Yeah. Right? But she's an AI, so she's like ex machina. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if she bleeds. 
I think she would just be like Because when an Sam AI. goes in, he bleeds. Yeah. I think she would just be like an AI. Yeah. Just in like a human skin. Do you think she'll age? No, because she'll just have like human skin. Because be, Clue never be Clue never Sam. aged. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. That'll be weird for Sam. Mm. What about you? A to Z. Oh. Four. The shape of the discs. Nice. And the wheels on the light cycles. <laughs> I like shapes. I like shapes. Um the movie genie grants you one item from this what do you want daddy flynn's og light cycle Ooh, that white one i like the white one i yeah. like the cover over it mm-hmm. i think it's sick that is pretty cool what about you i was gonna say light cycle in quotations or like in parentheses i said light cycle stick so yeah. you could pull it obviously that'd be the same thing or daddy flynn's robe Oh yeah, you like like if oh, I if you, I'm just living the bachelor life and it's like glowing and I'm just like coming out of the shower and I have uh, that robe on and I'm just like yeah ba, 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 da, da, like trying to just riz on some person just, in my apartment risen. with this robe then yeah dude I'm gonna be God that night yeah <laughs> ascending to the heavens so, what's it? rectify rectify. What's the word for killing in that in the movie? Derezzed. Okay, so like, I was dude. I'd be derezzing all I was, night. I was getting. I'd be re- I was getting rectified, be, rizzed, derezzed. I'm getting all this. stuff. I'm getting rectified that. You're night. gonna you're gonna rectify that program. Create two fictional awards. This movie would win. You wanna go first? I have best electronic movie score. Nice. And two. I hope this is turned into a VR slash AR video game in the future. Ooh, Imagine how cool it'd be to like that's a great feel the wind award. on a VR of like riding a light cycle. That's a great award. I think it's also, I think it would also be just a cool video game in that, you know, the, you I know, they, they made a video game. I'm to sure it. they did, but like a new one that's, mm. it's kind of, it would be cool if it was a mix between like cyberpunk, but also like, yeah, it'd have to be third person, like I no think. man's sky. Yeah. The one that like, is constantly generating like mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool yeah that'd be fun like a gta and tron world yeah. almost that'd be sick mm-hmm. i like that <laughs> maybe that's what disney's plan is they're like fuck the movie we're just gonna bring it back so we can make a bunch of money on this video game as long as it's a cool video game the uh my fictional awards are best soundtrack by a band okay yeah so kind of you know same thing with soundtrack couldn't really think of other movies that were like scored by a like a band per se or a single artist mm-hmm. i know there are ones but i couldn't really think of any yeah that like, i think it's just like kenny loggins own, right? is usually is just a musician but like not a group yeah i like this better than that mm-hmm. and best aesthetic yeah in a movie that includes like the the costumes the sets uh, the music, the sound effects, the production design, just like everything. Tron is like the, an aesthetic. It yeah. is. And I just, I think it's so simple, but so cool. It's so simple yet so fascinating. And uh, it, it really scratches a little itch for me. I know it My does. little OCD itch. I know it does. And it's just I knew like, you're going to like this movie. Mm, I'm, I'm, I was stoked to rewatch it. Cause I was like, you were vibing. You texted me like, you want to do Tron? I was like, yeah, you're like, I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling it. I just want more. I just want more Tron. You know what you can get at the the end of the line club? What? Drinking games. Let's play a game. (laughs) Me and you. You want to drink? Drink to your leg. I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we drink our legs. (laughs) Don't be 
such a square. Everybody who's anybody drinks. I drink your milkshake. Why is the rum gone? What would be so? Hair of the dog that bit me. Bourbon on the rocks. That'll do. All right, the official movie feeders drinking game for Tron Legacy. <clears throat> Rule one, take a sip anytime they say Tron. Rule two, take a sip when you see Daft Punk. Rule three, take a sip when they say user. Rule four, take a sip anytime someone is derezzed. And rule five, finish your drink when Flynn shuts down the club. That big drop when he kneels down and becomes God at end of line. Big. I mean, the music switches, so you kind of. Big digital energy. Big digital Flynn. Just. That's just a fat digital Flynn. Just hanging there. Flynn just. (laughs) Yeah. 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 